Shabbat Shalom. The Torah that we read this morning begins a shift in our narrative that won't go back. So for the first partiot of the Torah, God is speaking, God is acting for all of humanity. Noah, the generations of Noah, Adam, Eve, all of that, that's not Jews, that's not non-Jews, that's just everyone. And then God changes all of that in the very first lines of the Parsha that we read today. God shows up to Avraham. God says, Lech lecha, me'artzecha, me'artzecha. Go out from the place where you're born. Go out from your father's house. Go to a land I will show you. I will make you great. I will make your name great. I will make you into a blessing. This is the moment where the Torah shifts from the universal to the particular, and where it will stay for the rest of the entire Torah. Not focused on everyone, but focused on one line, one family, one group of whom we are the descendants. And this moment is important in the Torah, to be sure. And it's one that I know, in all the years that I've been teaching, it's often the most difficult for younger generations, right? We don't love the particularism in the Torah whenever I'm teaching to high school kids or, or uh, middle schoolers and say things like, you know, well, Jewish ethics says, or Jews say, I will often hear immediately, oh, well, other ethics say that too, and it's not only Jews, and that's important, of course, and so is the particular. I have to say, I have found these words, when God speaks to Abraham and he says, I will make you Gadol, a great nation, and I will bless you, the Have Bracha, and you will be a blessing. I have found that these words are important and inspiring. The chosenness that is the birthright of every Jew, not meant to denigrate the rights or import or holiness of others and other nations, but to give us a feeling of being special of having something special about us because we are members of the children of Abraham. And I want to tell you something now a little bit about me. I've always felt special because I was Jewish. Growing up in Wisconsin with not so few Jews, but not very many Jews around me, I have about 80 Jewish kids in my 3,000-person high school, being Jewish made me stand out. I was often asked to speak for my religion. I was asked to represent it, to explain it, and it made me feel like I owned it, like I was a part of something special. Even once I moved into more uh, Jewish circles, I've always held my belief that being Jewish is a blessing close to my heart. Even in these places where Jews are the majority, I take strength from the feeling that we are all here a part of something great. We are all stewards of an ancient and unique thing. We are the children of Abraham. We are the most rebellious people the Romans ever tried to conquer. We have brought our blessings and faith to every corner of the world. We've known every government. We've known every philosophy. We've been a part of almost every moment in history. We have planted roots 
everywhere. And I share something with you now and know that as it may sound trite, and I hope that it speaks to many of us here today, it's not something I think I've ever spoken aloud before. I feel blessed to be a Jew. I feel blessed to know that God and I have a special relationship, a relationship I have a right to because of who I am. I feel blessed to be a part of this ancient people. That feeling of blessing has gotten me through many hard times. I've wrapped it around my heart and around my soul like a blanket and a shield. It has given good times more meaning because the good exists in the context of this ancient blessing. Joy and Ryan, we bless you today. You bring a child to the age of 13, and that in and of itself is an incredible feat, to be sure. But it isn't only that you've weathered the youth of this child, it's that you've brought her soul into the covenant of this people. David and Zoe, that you have taken Annie into the covenant of this people is what gives it extra meaning that you have added a new link into the chain that is thousands of years old. The blessing of being Jewish has always been an animating light in my life and in the life of our people. And here we come to the fear that gnaws at me today, that perhaps gnaws at all of us. Because that blessing began when God singled out Avraham to go to a new land. That blessing of standing out seems to come with fear today. Because we know all too well that while our blessings can and should make us feel special, they can also make us into targets. The horrors that were visited in Israel on Shemini Atzeret, some of the events of anti-Semitism of the past weeks in this country, and the violence inflicted in a synagogue like this one in this state, five years ago on this day. Countless events in our history can make the blessing of being a part of this holy and holy separate people feel like they might be a curse. I know that some of us are feeling scared. I feel it too. It's here and probably not going away for a little while. This fear we have that perhaps the golden age we've been living in for the last generation, this blip of not feeling oppressed, this blip of not feeling like we are persecuted for who we are, we hope to God it is not over. I believe in my heart that it is not, and yet the fear that it might be is here and is present for us. And in this moment when we find this fear, I turn to the words of blessing that were given to Avraham. As I said to the Abrams family, part of those blessings were, don't worry, it will be okay. It will, I promise, as God, you will find yourself as strangers in a strange land. You will find the hands of others against you, but I will hear their call. I will hear their cry. I will hear your children, and I will come get them. We pray and hope for that. But I also think about the words that God speaks directly to Abraham. In the moment of singling out, Abraham does, God, excuse me, does something remarkable. God doesn't just say, I will bless you. God says, you will be a blessing. The heve bracha. And the rabbis don't understand what it means to be a blessing. What could it possibly be? So one rabbi says that the blessing 
means that the blessing will be present in all of your actions. Everything that Abraham does from then on will be blessed. And as we look into the world, we see perhaps a little bit of that. The Jewish people thank God. We've done well. We've been blessed. Blessed in our actions. May it please continue. And a later rabbi says, no, it means that you will be a blessing so great that the blessings that Abraham has will spill over into those around you. Please, God, may that be true as well. That as we are blessed in this country, as I spoke about last week, we do not wall ourselves off from others, but in fact, we share the blessings that we have with those around us. And the rabbis in the Midrash note something, and they say that the blessings here are now entrusted to you. They imagine God saying to Abraham, before you, the blessings came from me. Which we see, God blesses Adam, God blesses Noah, but from now on, you shall bless whomsoever you wish, say the rabbis in the Midrash. The Magid of Dubnau says that this is like a craftsman who is never without the special tools of their trade, and who over the years, they gather many, many, many such tools. So the think the number of wrenches that a plumber has in, the tool, in their toolkit, or the number of books in the rabbi's office, we amass the tools of our trade. So too it is with Jews. The many blessings that we have to offer are different and myriad and can be used in different situations. So the job that we now have in front of us is to think of the blessings that we have. How can we use them to bless others? Because that is the charge that was given to us to find those blessings and have them be used for other people. We have different tools for different moments. We're scared, and we are blessed with hope. We are frightened, and we are blessed with the ability to be strong and make ourselves safe. We're worried about our brothers and sisters in Israel, and we are blessed with the ability to give, to donate, to check in, and to help. We feel threatened. We are blessed to live in a land where we are protected. As scary as it may seem, the authorities are on our side, and we can protect ourselves and one another, and we can make the world see that we are human and here to work to give blessings to others. We are unsure of how to act in this moment. We are blessed with the Torah, with laws that teach us how to behave and how to be, to be kind to one another. I want to say, above all else, in the days and weeks ahead, as fear takes us, as the world does what the world is going to do. Be kind to one another. Find the strength to remember that everyone here is trying, everyone here is reeling. We are all of us together. Let us acknowledge that and be gracious to ourselves and to others. Yes, God singled out our great ancestor thousands of years ago, and from that moment on, we've been unable to hide, unable to blend into the background. We are singled out by hate, we are singled out for hate by too many, perhaps by more than we previously thought. But we're also blessed. Let us use our blessings to help ourselves. Let us use our blessings to help one another, to protect one another, to save those of our family in trouble and harm today. Then let us use our blessings not to punish those we feel aren't with us, but to bless those around us, those who are here and those yet to come.
We are not done walking the path that God began us on when he called out Lech Lecha to Abraham, our great ancestor. We have a ways to go until we reach the promised land. Let us work together to ensure that as we travel, we make good on God's promise to be a blessing to all and that all shall be blessed through us. May we find the strength to be a blessing as Abraham did. May we find hope and solace in the specialness that we have a right to feel as Avraham's descendant. And may we, in turn, be a blessing to others. Shabbat Shalom.